0: everybody welcome back to the winner's circle i'm cody and i'm derek and this week we are back for our articles and our topic episode and over the weekend we had a lot of chaos last week we had a lot of chaos and then we had something that was very surprising on my end and i'm going to tell you why i have a lot of information did a lot of research as to why i feel like this is absolutely bizarre but not to get ahead of ourselves for our last topic our first topic is a very very deep and intense topic. Um, And it happened over the weekend. It was at a Travis Scott concert that was in Astro World, which is in Houston, Texas. So I'm going to pause. I'm going to bring up the article so you guys can see it. Okay. So you guys are seeing the article here now. It says, after the Texas concert deaths, Travis Scott faces multiple lawsuits. Is the performer liable? So for those of you that don't know what we're talking about here, there was a concert that Travis Scott was holding at a music festival called Astro world in Houston, Texas at the concert, there was a crowd surge and eight people died. And the ages ranged from 14 years old to 27 years old, eight people died. And so now it is, it's been all over social media. There's been a ton of videos that have been out. um, And so there's, there's a lot of conversation about, what happened at this concert, who's liable, is Travis Scott liable, is the concert liable, is Live Nation liable, and why did this happen? There was so much information that came out about this. Could it be that you know people were suffocated and died that way? There was another um, uh, investigation going on with the police in Houston because a security member was jabbed in the neck with a needle. And so there's a lot storming around this. So I want to pose the question to you, Derek, and say. Who would you, say this is, put yourself in this situation, say maybe your kid or a significant other or family member is in that situation. Who would you point the finger at first? So first and foremost, thoughts
1: and prayers with all the victim's families, including the many, many people that were injured. In fact, I was reading today that the youngest victim in this situation is a nine-year-old boy. His name's Ezra Blunt. Is He's that in- is that newer? Is that newer information? He's not dead. He's not dead, but he's nine years old. He's currently in a medically induced coma. Um, And they, they said right out that, you know, if he comes out of it, he's going to have a very big uphill battle going forward with the, the amount of trauma and damage that his body took by being trampled by these other people. Um, I believe the family is already uh, suing uh, as well. So thoughts and prayers to everyone involved, just an absolutely horrific situation. Also, I read it just a few hours ago, actually, about the security guard with the pricking of the neck. Mm -hmm. The chief of police just came out and said that's fake news. Oh, is it? They they caught they got the they got spoke to the bodyguard himself. Okay, he got punched or something, but everyone was saying he got jabbed with a needle. So, uh, you know, again, it just goes to the point where misinformation being out there. Mm -hmm. But they said they spoke to the the actual security guard. He did not get poked in the neck, but he was. He was assaulted. So all that said. And was he knocked unconscious? I don't know if he was knocked unconscious. I just saw that the needle, the idea that he was injected or pricked with something was false. It yeah. was just a, a rumor that went out there and snowballed to the fact where right. we thought someone was
0: jabbing a needle into someone's neck. So to stay focused, what was the exact question you posed to me? Who? So if you're in this situation and somebody, one of your significant others, your kid or somebody is in that situation, who are you pointing the finger at here? so many people.
1: I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of the TikToks and I know there's some people who say, you know, how could Travis Scott know? There's multiple angles where there are people are pleading and screaming and yelling up to Travis who's with a couple feet of them. Stop the concert. There was even a chant at some point. And he's mm-hmm. looking in Stop the crowd the show. and he's not stopping. And from what I've been reading and again, this is just what I've been reading, this is kind of a common theme with his shows. A lot of his shows have this type of chaos. So that's what I was going to say. And so definitely Travis Scott, at the end of the day, is the captain of the ship. Do I think he knew what was going on in the crowd and he just said, oh, I'm going to just let those people die? No. Do I think he's probably seen things before from his vantage point where people are passing out or whatever because they're on drugs or drunk and he's assuming that the security and whoever the people are that are handling it will take care of it. He's not Mm going to stop a whole show for it. But it seems like it was more than that. It seems like it was a collective effort by a lot of the, the, the people there to get his attention to tell him, hey, Travis, this isn't the normal thing. Mm-hmm. There are people dying out here. You need to stop this and help. You know, you mm-hmm. need to point people in the right direction to clear a path. And so I think at the end of the day, when you are the face of the show, there is some accountability there. So I think mm-hmm. Travis Scott's definitely one of them. I think Live Nation, who I believe is the company that put on the event, they are also liable because at the end of the day, they are the ones hiring the security officers, hiring the um um, you know, patrol details from the police department to get there to make sure that they have the proportionate amount of security members there to support the amount of people. Like I'm sure there's a ratio of how many security officers are needed Based on the amount of people you have, like it might be a ratio of like eight to one, whatever it is. And they clearly didn't do that. There was supposedly a walkthrough the day before for the security team. Mm -hmm. But from from some of the security members, it was very like kind of just a formality. There wasn't a lot of preparation and you can see the videos for yourself. There was literally stampedes going on and the security team didn't know what to do. They were completely outnumbered um they weren't prepared no they were not prepared so there's definitely you go after the you, you go to the top first you get all the glory you're also going to get some of the you're also going to get the accountability here and so right. i think travis scott has some some legal problems ahead of him and i think that live nations going to have some major problems and then also i was reading that the event itself, whatever the stadium was or whatever. Astro, oh,
0: the location? Or the, the location, whatever Astro it was, Road.
1: like the okay. insurance that they have. They have like a $29 million insurance policy. And from what experts are saying, that's not going to be nearly enough to cover the amount of lawsuits and damages they're going to have to pay out. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're going to go bankrupt. And then there's going to be some other people that are probably going to be in a lot of financial problems after this is all
0: said and done. Yeah. So what I will say is, is that I did see a video circulating of Travis Scott stopping the music, cutting he it. He did? He did. He stopped okay. the music, he cut it, and there was somebody off to his left, it seemed like. He was like doing something, he was singing, and then all of a sudden, he picks his head up and he looks out, and he sees somebody, literally the person was being held up by the crowd that he had passed out. I, I did so Travis see that. Scott, Travis Scott stopped the concert and was like, hey, get help right here. Um, so I, I, I do, I don't think in the moment, Travis Scott is crazy liable because what I will say is for these performers, like they are locked into their show. They're like almost in character during the whole thing. They know they have to perform. They got to get themselves in a state of mind to just be out there and just be engulfed in their performance. But what I will say is, like, you know, the chanting, I don't know if he could hear that because he's got his earphones in. Yeah, he's got these, he's got these exact things in. That's true. I don't know how much he can hear of of it all. But what I will say is. The way that he has created this persona around him with his fans. He has encouraged his fans in the past, which is what I read, to charge the stage. He has encouraged his fans to go crazy and start going nuts. I saw another video of him jumping into the crowd and somebody tried to steal his shoe and he literally was inciting to beat the guy. Yeah. He was like, beat his ass, beat his ass. F him up. Get him 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 out of here. F him up. Another one, a kid was trying to record on stage and he like cursed the kid off. Like he... He wants this chaos with his fans. Look at the set design. Right? So there's another thing in, in this article. It's right here. And this is where he could find himself in trouble. And it was after the after the concert sold out immediately. Because Travis Scott, for those of you guys that don't know, he is huge. One of the biggest yeah, right now.
1: He's monstrous, yeah.
0: He tweeted out, we still sneaking in the wild ones. That's what happened. That's where this crazy crowd surge came from. Is that I don't know if you saw the videos, and I don't know how much truth it is behind all this. The one stuff, where it's a little bit earlier in the day. But it's just everybody knocking over the fence, it's just surging in. Like the security can't do anything there unless they're like, unless they have tear gas or whatever, but like they're not carrying all this stuff. But when you have someone like Travis Scott, obviously the security team and the people hosting the concert didn't do their research on what Travis Scott's concerts are and well, what, what, he, what he brings. happens and what he brings to the table. And that is, chaos. He likes it. He feeds off of it. Now, what I don't think anybody was prepared for was that surge and how it kind of smushed people in the middle. And so I started reading up on this because I started reading up on different times that stuff like this had happened. And this has happened before. Um, What happens to people is before they're trampled, they don't die from that allegedly what happens is they get suffocated because they're getting squished from front to back. The compression, the asphyxia and the compression and it squishes them and they can't breathe. And then they die. And then they go to the ground and that's where they get trampled on. In the grand scheme of things, it's all extremely graphic and it, it, it horrible. And, and, and our thoughts and prayers absolutely go out to everybody that has been affected by this situation. Cause this is terrible. But the thing that makes me frustrated with these concert and I, I, I don't feel like Travis Scott. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't find him as the Co- immediate culpable. person. Okay, li- that should be liable. I I I feel the security at the concert first. It's, like Live it's Nation, their, you're saying it's Live their Nation. Job. It was their job to make sure our facility has enough people to take care of this situation, and we're not going to deal with a surge. You know, we we have outlets. There's ways to get to everybody. You know, because there was videos of, you know, a car trying to get through or like this little like the like rescue golf cart siren. Yeah, they have to, like, couldn't the, the, get through people on top of it, jumping on it like Travis Scott can't see that. I don't know, but I don't find him. I, I do agree with you to an extent where he should have a pulse on it, because now, obviously, did you see all the videos circulating of other artists stopping the shows and shutting it down? Being like, you guys slide, get this person up and then being like, is there anybody else out there? I think it was, I can't remember who it was. It was, it was an artist saying, is there anybody else out there that's passed out? Everybody look around you right now. And like everybody, and then they found another person and then he shifted. He was like, we need to get help to that person right now. And they got two people out. So that's where I feel like when you see all these other videos of different artists that in this situation have happened, that's where I could be like, okay, maybe Travis Scott did something wrong, but I do think it was, uh, it was heavy on, on the, on whoever threw the concert.
1: Like So like Live Nation, the arena itself, you know, I also wonder from like a fire marshal perspective where, you know, usually with these events, there's a certain amount of people that can be there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have to look at reducing that number across the board, not just for Travis mm-hmm. Scott, because I always look at these tragedies and say, what can we learn from it? Mm-hmm. And I know with these concerts, you want to pack them in there to the point where not just Travis Scott, you see all these concerts where literally it looks like an infestation, like there's not a spot of grass you can see between them where these outside events, it just looks like a wave of just people. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to reduce that a little bit. Yeah, it's going to cut down on ticket sales. Sorry, but it's mm-hmm. going to keep people safe. Because mm-hmm. even if Travis had stopped, it's going to be so difficult to get to these individuals in the amount of time needed to before it's too late. And maybe we need to reduce the, the, the allotment of people that are allowed to attend these concerts so that there can be a little bit more spacing, a little bit more room so that mm-hmm. you can set up maybe... Um, tents or stations where within the crowd, if there's an emergency in the middle of this massive group of people, instead of them having to get the person out, this is like a a medical tent or something right in the middle. That's there for people to kind of go to and get them the immediate help that they need. Mm. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's a very polarizing topic. I do think there will be some changes. We had a, we had a situation. It was called the station nightclub fire here in Rhode Island a few years ago in Warwick. Um, There was a a concert indoors. Um, There was a fire. The exit doors were not... It was one of the biggest casualties in... Oh,
0: I remember this. Yeah, it was
1: huge. And people couldn't get out of the building. Yes. And a ton of people died. And so much has changed as far as capacity, Mm -hmm. the types of things that are used as far as materials for these pyrotechnics indoors. So many changes happened. It's like historical, the number as far as like, it's like the top mass casualty in like the country that didn't involve like a gun or some crazy mm. statistic. I I apologize. I don't know what it is, but hopefully some positive change comes out of this because definitely not going to help the families directly, uh, you know, affected by it, but hopefully we can prevent this from happening again. But we definitely want to hear from you guys because Cody and I are kind of on a different wavelength. I'm a little bit more leaning towards, Hey, listen, when you're the president, CEO, You have delegated people to communicate with Live Nation and communicate private uh, property and also security. So, at the end of the day, shit rolls downhill. And also, when things go bad, you go to the bottom of the hill and shit rolls on top of you. Mm -hmm. So, weigh in the comments. Let us know what you think. And be descriptive. Don't just say, oh, Travis... Give us your reasonings behind it. We always read the comments. Mm -hmm. We want to hear what you have to say because this is an issue that's going to affect all of us. Who doesn't like going to a good concert? Mm -hmm. I'm not a big public person, but I think about how young these kids were and I think about my daughters and them coming to me now in the future and saying, you know, dad, I want to go to this concert. This is, I'm going to remember this, right? I'm going to remember this. And if things haven't changed significantly, I'm going to tell them no. Mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that there's new protocols and standards that come forward that I feel more comfortable as a parent. I'll probably
0: be going with them, even yeah. if they don't want me to. But Sneak in. You drop yeah. them off be like, all right, I'll pick you guys up. Or Uncle Cody will be with in. me. Uncle Cody will be you with me. You and me are sitting with binoculars. We're like, where's Ten Lee and Payton? Nope, yep. Got him. Yep. Yep. yep, yep got yep, him.
1: Ten-four. Yep. We'll have the mics in the whole night. You nine. see like Oh, oh. Yep. Someone got too close. I have a taser. Guy gets too close. Zzz, he drops. He's down. <laughs> He's, but... You know, this is going to affect everyone, as it should. There needs to be change. It can't just be this tragic event. So hopefully everyone learns from this. But definitely let us know your thoughts and opinions on it, because I think this is a very polarizing topic.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I, I think the the response is going to be across the board. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our second topic, which uh, I will bring up now. Yeah, this is an
1: interesting one. OK, I'm going to read the headline right here for you. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers says he takes responsibility for misleading comments about his vaccine status. Okay. So I was watching the Pat McAfee show where it was the first interview that, uh, and I should say uh, Pat McAfee, not Mac McAfee. Um, Shout out Pat. Great show. If you're into sports, um, where Aaron goes on there almost every Tuesday and do, he, he's always done this, mm-hmm. but he took the opportunity to give his first statement in regards to this incident. And if you want to go watch it, you can go check it out. Pat McAfee has this huge podcast and it's a visual visual form on YouTube. You can check it out. But to kind of summarize, he basically said that initially when they asked him, they asked him at a press conference, you, you know, months back ago, in August, back in August, Aaron, are you vaccinated? And he said, yes, I'm immunized. And then he went on to like say, you know, although I'm immunized, some people are not vaccinated. And I do think it should be people, you know, the person's choice to do what they want to do. So it was a little misleading because in one way, at one point he's saying I'm immunized, which I think most people, including myself, took that as, oh, I'm vaccinated. You know, I'm immunized. And then he went on to defend people who were not vaccinated. So it was kind of like, well, you're saying you are, but you're defending others. But okay, you're Mm -hmm. vaccinated. That's what people want to hear. Well, come to find out he was recently diagnosed with COVID and essentially it has now been leaked because it wasn't him that came out and said it that a lot of people within the Packers organization knew that he was seeking uh, holistic alternatives Mm -hmm. and also different types of medication that aren't. We'll get into the, the ivermectin, all that yeah. stuff like that he's taking now. But things that he was taking to prevent him from getting uh COVID, he had did the right thing and petitioned to the NFL that these alternatives were just as safe and based on the science and mm-hmm. some of the um, things that have been brought up about the vaccine itself, he was just as protected as someone who got the vaccine. Ultimately, it was the claim was denied. And he was it was ruled that he was going to be treated as an unvaccinated NFL player. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole bunch of protocols that came in when you were unvaccinated. And his argument was that they basically make you feel like a third class citizen. Like you have to wear a band that identifies you. Mm -hmm. You have to sit in your car for 30 minutes uh, before you come in and wait for your test results. Mm -hmm. You can't work out with people. You have to wear a mask at, at all times. You can't sit and eat lunch with people. And he just really was coming out saying, listen, I think it's horrible what people are doing. I don't think the science is set in stone yet as far as if the vaccine is a good or bad thing for you. I consulted with doctors. I have an allergy to to the ingredient in two of the three vaccines. Yeah, Uh, the the mRNA ones. Yeah, and he was only going to be even suitable for the Johnson & Johnson. And he said, listen, the Johnson & Johnson has had a ton of hits against it, like Mm -hmm. blood clotting and all these things. Like, I'm not sticking that in my body. Mm -hmm. So really, I had no option. Um, and so I chose what was best for me after consulting with a team of doctors and, and, and doing the research. But I really think the, the whole, there are people who are anti-vaxxers, people who are, people who are all for the vaccine. And then there are people who are for vaccines, just not this one. Right. Mm -hmm, right. And I think the real crux of this whole, why it's so polarizing is because in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers lied to us all and he didn't need to, he didn't need to. He could have just said I'm not answering that question. And at the end of the day it's your choice. Or but, or he could have just said no. Or he could have just said no. But he chose to kind of be sneaky and he had he did say in the McAfee interview were like, well technically I was immune. Dude, that's not going to work.
0: But well because he said there was like a different type of medical procedure that he went through right. that has not been tested, is not a it's not a studied um way that has been proven to work. It's not peer reviewed. So it was essentially like, he was like, well, I, you know, I talked to my, my guru, my medical guru, which all these athletes have their medical, they, got the, gurus. Yeah, the, I they mean, all the have them
1: healthiest people in the world.
0: Yeah. Hence why they're able to compete now. when you have people that are competing at the highest level, at the ages that they're competing shout at, out, which shout is out Tom Brady. too, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You see it in mm-hmm. the soccer realm. You have Cristiano Ronaldo, like Lionel Messi, like these guys are doing like highly active sports, right. And competing at a hot high, the highest level at these ages. So they all have their gurus. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I think they were saying, you know, uh, Russell Wilson, LeBron. They spend like a million LeBron dollars a James, year on their, on yeah, their body. On their body, Russell Wilson, yes. And so these guys are doing all this stuff. The thing that the the reason why I think it's in. The news so much is exactly what you said. It's cuz you had a conference where he said I'm immunized. Um people took that as he's vaccinated. Um, he's vaccinated and then he is testing positive, which I will say this, there are a ton of NFL players that test positive who are vaccinated. Yeah. This isn't like oh well he tested positive, he's unvaccinated, but blah, blah, blah. like when you get the vaccine you still can get COVID. Absolutely. In fact, he he believes you he, he doesn't have any proof of this, but he believes
1: the only people he's been around for the most part are vaccinated people. So he believes, which I got this from, so- is which is the possible. case, which
0: yeah. most of the people in the NFL are vaccinated. I mean, yeah. Nick Chubb on the Browns is now in COVID protocol along with somebody else because they are vaccinated. But the thing is, is now they, because they're vaccinated, all they have to do is as two negative tests in a 24 good. hour period and they're good. And so it's like, okay, well, you know, do you get the, you get COVID? You have the vaccine, you're good to play. So Aaron Rodgers was, I guess, he was exercising his his right to not get it, but he didn't. It's it's situations like this that make somebody that that just puts a negative light, and it creates the conversation for a lot of people. I saw everybody talking about it. I heard a lot of people talking about it. And this whole thing is is just a nightmare, and having a conversation on one side or the other is an absolute nightmare. Um, I don't feel like people should be like vaccinate or. You you can't come to work. I like that the NFL has procedures in where okay you're we're not forcing you to get the vaccine, but if you don't get the vaccine, you have to do these protocols. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was just fine fourteen thousand six hundred twenty five dollars because they have these protocols. That probably really that probably really hurt his pocket. Yeah, crushed the them. He's like financially in shambles. Down. How will he survive? But he's Packers now got fine, fines too, right? $300,000 fine. in fines. And so, but the reason why Aaron Rodgers got his fine was because he went to a Halloween party that was only supposed to be for the vaccinated. Okay. He went to it and attended it for the unvaccinated. Like, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, this is, it's it's almost like a circus act here. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, like, I understand, like, the vaccine is saving lives. But, like, when you're turning it into this, like, whole thing and it's like, and now you have all these headlines about Aaron Rodgers and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what, what, what what's and i will say this there's a new there's a new thing coming out from pfizer and i'm hoping that it's out soon it's a pill did you hear about this pill yep man i hope that gets approval and i hope that gets that gets through because that's another thing that it's like now what you know i for me i got to be honest with you i'm on the side of like now what are you going to force people to get the vaccine when there's a pill out there that is if you take it or allegedly According to Pfizer, the way that this pill is going to work is if you take it within the first three days of your diagnosis, you have like a 90 percent chance of survival, if not higher than that. And so that's that's my biggest thing about these these vaccine mandates and forcing them on and making these headlines for Aaron Rodgers. And like, what are you trying to do? You see with Kyrie Irving or everybody that it like speaks about them in the highest regard. Kyrie Irving, who is not only great in his sport, he's great in his community and out in the community and doing a lot of things. Aaron Rodgers, you know, is one of the best bi- football players. One of the MVP best last year. MVP last year, and now he's being dragged. Yeah, and that's where for me it's like, do you do you think do you think I know what I know
1: what some people are trying to make it right? Like the political side of it. It's like he's an anti-vaxxer. He's crazy. That's he's the thing cons- I don't like. He's consulted with Joe Rogan, which makes him even more crazy. Mm-hmm. But for me, the core of it, it's like. I think he got a lot more heat than he would have gotten if he didn't lie initially, exactly. because 100%. that was I watched the interview, I watched
0: what he said, no doubt about it, it was yeah. it was a lie. You didn't hundred It was a lie. When I watched that video, I was like, it, it was almost like um, it was like uh, like why why did you need to do like. Did you, what did you think you were slick? Like, what are, you, what are you trying to do here? And obviously, back then, there was so much going on with Aaron Rodgers. If you remember back in August, Aaron Rodgers was like, I don't know, is he going to play this year? Uh, does he even yep. want to be on the Packers? Are they going to well, try to get him? Well, that's what people are saying. Him? It's like, there that's was so much going on with Aaron Rodgers in the beginning of the season.
1: That's what people are saying about Aaron, and that's what a lot of the sports announcers are saying, because there always seems to be something with him. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there were some interviews that some announcers were saying on ESPN where it's like, listen, first and foremost, as you already pointed out, you could play in the NFL without being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. A lot of NFL players are doing it. Mm-hmm. But the NFLPA, which Aaron's a part of, the Players Association, agreed to a set, set of protocols mm-hmm. that unvaccinated players would have to abide by. He is part of that. Association. Mm -hmm. He's part of that union. And he was trying to circumvent those protocols. And I think he honestly felt like he could because he's Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's where it comes the undertone of it is because with him, he even made a comment in the McAfee interview where he was like, Oh, the COVID guy came in and was talking to us, and I stood, and I, you know, people were so happy that I stood up and was like calling him out and questioning him on some of the things he was saying because. Ultimately, he knows they're not going to cut him. He's Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So I do think there's a sense of entitlement there mm-hmm. where he felt like I can do what I want. And even though these protocols are good for everybody else, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to pull a loophole so I don't have to abide by him. And his excuse for why he said he was immunized was because, one, he was on a cocktail that, you know, or a, a, a regimen that technically was made him immunized mm-hmm. but also he felt like his petition at that time that was currently in you know the process was going to get approved mm-hmm. by the NFL and when it didn't it did not n- right. now what he said becomes a lie but he knew the guy asked him straight out are you vaccinated correct yes i'm immunized so he could make the argument well i technically didn't lie didn't say i was vaccinated but he's a smart enough guy and he's been around the league long enough to know that that is in most cases a lie. So yeah. I think that's where where a lot of people like you and I, because you can have a different opinion about the vaccine, mm-hmm. you know. But at the end of the day, this is like pretty black and white. You lied mm-hmm. to hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. So clearly, you knew you were doing something wrong or something that maybe would not wouldn't be well received. Because
0: mm-hmm. that's the only reason you would have to lie about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think that I don't. I don't want my, you know, opinion on, you know, the mandate and and right. The, That's you know, a different conversation. Vaccine. It's a different conversation. But what I would say is that this could have been avoided. And honestly, he could have been, he could have stayed out of the headlines. But what I do think is that no matter what, no matter what, Aaron Rodgers tests positive. And if he said back then, oh, I'm unvaccinated, and he tests positive, and he has to miss a game against Kansas City, and they have would say you know, one a have won, won by the record. way record, they would have 100% won. He has to miss a game against Kansas City, could miss this game. I still think, this is Aaron Rodgers. His name is going to be in the headlines. These right. conversations were going to be had on ESPN. On he said, oh, he's shows. unvaccinated. He would have been unvaccinated. And, and that's, what, that's where I will say they still would have tried to go after him the same way. I mean, in the NBA, you're not allowed to play without your vaccine in New York. So, you know, Kyrie Kyrie's doesn't need playing, to get yeah. to play. And look at what they made of him. Oh, uh, I mean, there's like, definitely... he didn't come out and try to change anything. He didn't try to tiptoe around or like, you know, lie to anybody. Kyrie Irving said straight up what he what he felt. And he's still got a ton of heat. It's a and great he still point. still got a ton of heat. It's, it's the, a great point. When it comes to this and the vaccine and just COVID in general, there's always that heat that's going to come your way. If you are not pretty much, if you don't just like get vaccinated and shut up, you're going to be on the side of getting a ton of heat, period. That's what's yeah. going to happen right yeah, now. Yeah, and it,
1: there's always the political element to it and using him. I got one final question for you because I know we got to move on. We're going mm-hmm. along with these topics, but they're they're fascinating topics. Yeah. I've seen some some articles being written. Do you think, because you're, you're a big sports fan like myself, do you think this whole situation, because there are people on both sides of the aisle that aren't happy with him because he lied, mm-hmm. not because he has choice to take the vaccine or not, mm-hmm. do you think this overall affects not saying whether it should, but do you think overall it affects Aaron Rodgers' legacy when 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 his career is done?
0: No. You're nodding your head no. For the people that aren't watching, no. You're nodding tell your me, head no. Tell me, in what way this affects his legacy? See, I I don't think so either. It's almost like Brady, uh, guys. you, it's like honestly, the flaky. Maybe, and maybe it does. Maybe there could be a point put in the comments. So, guys, please weigh off in the comments because I, as an athlete, I view Aaron Rodgers as just top top of not only his position top in the league. He's absolutely incredible. yeah, one of the better quarterbacks of all time. He' sure. he was an idiot for saying I'm immunized and and kind of letting them feel like, okay yes you're vaccinated so you're good and then you know kind of going about it it's like well i told everybody i was immunized and so now i'm gonna you know i know the protocols are there but eh, whatever i'm not gonna do them yeah he makes that way on because now that weighs on the green green bay packers organization they're fined three hundred thousand dollars which again in the grand scheme of things to the owner of the peanuts yeah you know what i'm saying like and so it's one lambo i mean it's not even that to them i don't feel like you know what i'm saying yeah i don't but I don't think this affects his legacy, and I think people that say it does affect his legacy just really, at the end of the day, don't have an understanding of of athletics and really are just trying to politicize whatever's going on here. That's, That's how a, I feel about it.
1: I, I, I agree with you. I think in the grand scheme, like from a macro level, when you look at his body of work, we're going to evaluate him on this game. There will definitely be people that always, like I said, Tom Brady like, is he not going to get
0: in the Hall of Fame because of this? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no, he's got gonna, to. He's gonna. And, and same thing, Tom Brady. Tom Brady has a few controversies. The cheating— you know, the deflate gate. At the end of the day, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Right. And that's what most people can remember. The people who don't like him, the people who he murdered their teams numerous times are going to say- What are you going to do? The that's the part of athletics. Gate. And so I agree, but damn, Aaron. I know you're probably not watching our little podcast, but- But if man, you were, I got to be honest,
0: I still love you. Uh, yeah. But you I, definitely- But just you don't, definitely don't say, didn't need to be- Well, don't say anything. You didn't need to be in this situation, but I- but, I do wholeheartedly feel he would have been in this situation no matter what. It is Aaron Rodgers. That's a, it's a great argument. Sound off below, guys.
1: We want to hear your comments. We have, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to weigh in on this one.
0: Oh, woo. people are going to weigh in on this. And I'll tell you yes, what, sir, people are going to come at me a little bit, I feel. But what are you going to hey, do? Hey, listen, we
1: want, we want to have honest conversation. This is the whole point of the show. Yeah. The whole point of the show is not to tell you what you want to hear or like try to get clicks or likes. I can tell We've,
0: you a few other things you might not want to hear. <laughs> But I'll keep that for another episode. We'll keep that. Hey,
1: we got to keep that content coming. Only so much
0: each episode. All right, last topic of the evening. Paul Rudd is People's 2021 Sexiest Man Alive. What has the People's Sexiest Man Alive come to? That Paul Let's Rudd go. has won it. Let Let's me, go. Let me, let me start the segment off for you really quickly, Derek. Please. <laughs> Please. People, sexiest man alive list. Oh god! From last this year is bad. down. This is bad. Tell me, Paul Rudd's name belongs in the vicinity this is with bad. these guys. I, I didn't know you were gonna go there. This is bad. Go- <laughs> last year's Michael B. Jordan, sexy dude. My not just he's a twelve. He's and a stud. Listen, he's the man. I don't Black, care. Black Panther, but I mean, Michael B. Just Jordan crushed just, it. He is. One of the sexiest men alive. He's a (laughs) handsome dude. Anyways, moving on. This one I almost didn't even want to say because it doesn't really help the uh, argument. But you know, he is, I guess, in his own realm because his voice is just so beautiful that you could be, you know, you could be, he could be singing to you. John Legend. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he's attractive. Not that attractive, but his voice is. Uh, Voice is good. Out of control. Yeah, Idris Elba. Stud. 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 And
1: the accent. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Blake Shelton, Dwayne nah. Johnson. Wait, wait, wait! Blake, don't skip over Blake Gel- Shelton. What do you? What do we Blake think about Shelton Blake?
0: Shelton is is supposed to be like the bad boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. He's not. That's not. What he's, he's not is. that good looking. He's a good looking guy. He's better he, looking than Paul Rudd. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. Yes. Now is where the list gets uncontroversial <laughs> and absolutely like there's no question at all. Then we got Dwayne Johnson, David Boom. Beckham, Chris yep. Hemsworth. Adam Levine, Channing Tatum, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds. That's in order. So it goes Michael B. Jordan, John Legend, Idris Elba, Blake Sheldon, Dwayne Johnson, David Beckham, Chris Hemsworth, Adam Levine, Channing Tatum, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds. And the list could go on and on. Clooney's on it too. Paul Rudd now gets to be on the same list as Clooney when it comes to looks? Come on. I've heard that the way they decide
1: it was because it's basically who is getting the most engagement when they're on in the articles throughout the year. And they go based on that, like who's relevant, who's getting it. But then they should start, make it the most relevant man alive. Let 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 me start by saying, I love this <laughs> yeah. because, and you and you always correct me on this, but I I think I'm I think I think I hold my own, but I'm by no means a supermodel, and I like seeing the normal guy be be labeled sexiest man alive. I think it gives hope. Like, for look at him in this video right
0: here, standing next to Chris Hemsworth. Oh no, that's brutal. Why are they doing that to him? Why'd they do that to him? Because Chris Hemsworth was on that list. And you this is so you, can't if you put guys anybody run, next to Chris Hemsworth. But this is an interview. This is an interview that he's doing. And so if you guys want to check out the interview, it's People, People Magazine. Um but Paul looked like his assistant in that one. Yeah, exactly. Look at Paul right here. He's I mean, he's not even like an old, like Michael B. Look at him next to Michael B. Jordan. Here he is, man. Why are you doing that? That is a good looking dude. He is sexy. I mean, he is ripped up, Michael B. Jordan. And the next one is Paul Rudd. Paul, my man, (laughs) get it done. Ant-Man, baby. Come on, man. And listen, I love Paul Rudd. Dude, I think he is incredible. Well, let me pose that question to you:
1: Is there something to be said for how. Funny and talented he is, where that in and it of itself makes him sexy.
0: no <laughs> no, I no mean, what? because because you could
1: make the argument like Michael B. Jordan's super talented too, though. like I mean, he- so that they kind
0: of what that washes it out. I mean, come on, man, give Paul a break. I like give him a break because I love him. He's hilarious. I watch a lot a lot of which a-, a lot of what he's in. Uh, and so I'm not really with the like ghostbusters Paul, but, coming hmm. out with a ghostbusters. Movie I'm not soon? a huge ghostbusters fan. So like that, I don't, you know, you're a little younger than me, but ghostbusters was it when I was, I a mean, kid. ghostbusters was big when I was younger too, but I was, um, I was very like, um, skittish when I was younger. I didn't like scary movies you and were like, scared. Yeah, ghostbusters scared. was Stay enough. Scared. Ghostbusters was enough to make me be like jumping into my bed from like 15 feet away and like, well, Paul you going know, not gonna being be the hero first now. one upstairs.
1: Paul Rudd's gonna be your hero now. He's gonna be oh Chris Evans. I think was on the list at one point. Yeah, be, come on. Yeah, man. everybody's everybody's mocking this. And dude, literally half of the Avengers has been on. <laughs> on and then the, there's Paul Rudd. And then, but he's up. He's an Avenger. Yeah, he's the Ant Man. He's not like fully in the Avengers, but he was part of. The, you know, he saved the universe too. And listen, yeah, he did. He's he's got his own powers. I, I get what you're saying. What we as a society view as sexy. He doesn't fit that mold, but I do think people they're trying to change the narrative, whether you agree with it or not. I don't so, agree with it. Yeah, you definitely don't. It was an odd pick. What did Christy think? I don't even I didn't even ask her.
0: Well, geez, I mean, you know. I mean ask her. A- because here's the thing, like Christy likes Sam Hunt. She likes uh like good looking guys. You know, yeah. like, like Paul Rudd, she she doesn't like the guys for the personality. Yeah. Claire uh, shit. <laughs> Dude, he just
1: buried himself. Cody's on the ground right now in his office. <laughs> oh. uh, you literally like had oh. a moment where you're like, "Damn, what I just say there?" That's in stone. Oh man, we're gonna get murdered in the comments right now. No, listen, sound off below. Let us know what you think. Paul Rudd, 2021 Sexiest Man of the Year, is it deserving? Tell us why, and or why not, just- or why not? And to twist it up. Who would be your sexiest man of the yes. year? Yes,
0: Someone who's not on the list currently. So someone that was not on the last 15 years. Yeah. Last 15 years. So go back and look up the list. It was very easy. Very easy to access who the list is. Um, So last 15 years, who would be your sexiest man of 2021? Right? And it
1: can't be Brad Pitt because we all know he'd be on. I mean, year. he's already been on it. Yeah. He'd be on it every, I mean, you know, it'd be cool. Brad Pitt ain't on it now. Brad Pitt's old. Dude he's still a good looking cat.
0: He's an imagine old looking cat.
1: Imagine if they let it be like it wasn't just like hey we're going to just pick someone like everyone's going to get a chance to be the sexiest man of the year and they like had people who could be it multiple years like
0: to be like the defending champion. I guess that would be an ego shot when you didn't win again though. Or it's, you know, we're part of the whole like trophy generation where it's like everybody needs to get it. And so we can't give it to somebody back to back. Hey, and so that. Brady's been slapping that for everybody. I want another title and nobody else.
1: Could you put before we could you pull up a picture of the uh, the people 2020, 2021, the magazine cover? Can you pull up that picture real quick for our YouTube subscribers here? There it is. Well, look at that blue steel. Beautiful. That seems like there's a lot of photo airbrushing going on in there in that photo. But it looks he, good. He looks good in that photo, bro. He looks
0: good. Let me right? let's, let's get rid of this right here. No, thanks. Right. Ooh, crush for life. Hashtag crush for life. Paul Rudd. You, you got to admit, after all that junk you just talked, tell me he don't look good in that picture. He looks good, man. He's got green eyes. I like he's a good. Listen, Paul Rudd is not an unattractive guy. He's just like an awkwardly good looking guy. It's like that quir- quirky, funny. Oh, I guess he's good looking. You know what I mean? His personality makes him even more good looking. Like, I guess. I mean personality. Anchorman,
1: him and Anchorman is just great. like next level. I, I mean, love he's him in Friends.
0: He was great in Friends. I saw I just was watching Friends oh, I just friends. finished Friends where he got to start.
1: Yep. Yeah. No, great. I mean he's great. He that photo, shout out to the photographer, because that one, whatever they did, he, that's his best. That's his best right there. He looks like he looks sexy in that picture. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, shout out to Paul. Jealous of
0: you, buddy. <laughs> Keep fighting for the little guys. Keep fighting for us, man. You know what? That's almost like insulting to him. He's probably like, "Hey, if if Paul Rudd ever sees this, which he just might, you never know. He might be a Big Brother fan. We don't know." Dude,
1: you know he's self-deprecating. Where he's like, "Listen, I know I shouldn't be on this list." You know yeah. he's saying that.
0: Well, as part of it is is up here. You see it right in the beginning. He goes, "I'm getting business cards made. I'm going to lean into it hard. Yeah, yeah says, I'm dude. going to own this. I, this is that's just part of the reason why you love. Of course, him. you don't think he's doing all his interviews going."
1: Come on guys. Come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> when That's Paul that, Rudd. Yeah. That's why he's great, mm-hmm. you know? Like he he knows he's not like he doesn't seem like a, a, a egotistical like so, cocky dude where he's nah, like, "Yeah, he's yep. a good
0: guy." He's still going to be doing these funny ass movies
1: where he's just making fun of I mean, everything
0: he does is Yeah, hilarious. he makes fun of himself in and all these movies with all like the other with the other actors. so. I'm mm-hmm. a no, um, big fan of Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Shout out Paul, keep going buddy. Don't let the codies of the world
1: turn you down. I'm voting for you for 2022, too. I love Paul Rudd. I did. He's great. But you just give me shot. I could have
0: been somebody else that was sexier than Paul Rudd. Who would be? Who would be on your? I'm putting you on the spot. Who is it for you? Mm, um, you know it depends. Uh, you know, are we going older? He's a Zac little Zach Efron. Older. Your boy Zach's never no, been I on think, there. I, he, I I, think. Has, if he's never been on it, then he should have damn well been on it. Um, I was thinking also somebody that's like pretty. It's in because they just had another episode of um the show on Netflix. The guy John B.
1: Yeah, you know yeah, the show I'm like talking that.
0: about? Yeah, yeah. He's I, don't about that. That the, I don't know what is that. I want to know what is. I don't know what his name is, the actor. But I think the, the one with the, like the light colored eyes there. Yeah, light like, long hair. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Paul Rudd.
1: All, All that. right. <laughs> All
0: right, well, that,
1: guys. That wraps us any, up. Anything else? Nothing, right? Nope. All right, guys. Listen, we appreciate it. This is a lot of fun for us. We hope you're enjoying it. As Cody always says, I'll, I got you this week. Hell yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening on audio, please, 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 sound off in the comments. Give us a five star rating. It really helps. And finally. If you're watching our episodes, because there's a lot of people who are watching our episodes every week on YouTube, but they're not currently subscribed. If you are subscribed, turn on the notifications. We appreciate you joining us here on the Winner Circle, guys. We will see you next week.